Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony J, and here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way, shape, or form during their lifetime. Community, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back on. We took a little bit of a break, didn't we? It's been about a little over three weeks. Oh, hey, but by the way, before I get going here, if you are new and this is the very first episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast that you are listening to, thank you and welcome to the best community in the world because I do believe we have the best community in the world and we're trying to strive for that. We are over 13 countries now and we're getting bigger and better every single episode and just things are rolling along. But but I want to get back to what I was saying. What I was saying was, but hey guys, welcome. But when I get back to what I was saying was, it's been a little bit of time. I took a couple of weeks off uh, between a couple of the holidays and moving. I had to move apartments. I know I mentioned that in a couple podcasts ago, but we have actually moved right down the hallway in our apartment building from one apartment to the other on the same floor because our apartment's getting remodeled. We are very lucky that our apartment is getting remodeled. We don't have to pay a dime for the newly, the newly re- renovated apartment. We don't have to do anything like that. We also didn't get a chance to pick anything out but it looks pretty good and it is almost done. And we're moving back in this weekend, if all things go correctly, this weekend. So it'll be in two days. It'll be the 18th. So on 7-18 of 2020, we're actually moving all of our shit back into our apartment. So within 20 days, we have moved, packed up, moved down the hallway, moved everything over here, got situated, uh, made the Netflix connection over here, and then 20 days later, we're going to move everything back and do the exact same thing. <sighs> so that has been a busy thing, and trying to live in a one-bedroom apartment coming from a two-bedroom apartment, let me tell you what, if I was by myself, or if anyone is by themselves single and they want a one-bedroom apartment apartment to save a couple hundred bucks, I would definitely go for it because you don't need a lot of room when you're by yourself. Or if you have your own business and you want a two-bedroom, get the two-bedroom. Don't squeeze into a one-bedroom and pay the extra money to have an office in one of the rooms. I highly, highly recommend that. That is one thing I'm very excited about moving back into our apartment is my lovely girlfriend, Carrie Ann, has allowed me to take the bigger of the two rooms, our master bedroom, and make it into my office. And I am so damn grateful for that conversation. It's kind of still an ongoing conversation. I do believe she wants me to take the smaller room of the two. But to take the bigger one, it's not a selfish move. It's just that I can utilize more of the more of the area, uh, the square footage to do what I want to do. Like there's going to be a backdrop for my videos and I can have people over to do one-on-one live podcasting. And the other, the other wall on the opposite side is going to be wallpapered and think of wallpaper in a bad way this isn't really like wallpaper it almost looks like I was putting shiplap a really cool design shiplap on the wall which looks like wood and deteriorated wood I bought this kind of wallpaper that I'm gonna it's a peel and stick but I think I'm just gonna tack it up so I don't like ruin the brand new painted walls like I said because it's getting uh, it's getting newly renovated over there and everything's painted it's very beautiful with brand new trim and we actually got crown molding so I don't want to ruin the walls So I'm definitely just going to tack it up in the corners, but on the opposite wall, I will have another um, backdrop for more videos and things like that, or more thumbnails or more pictures and more posts for social media content and all that stuff. So, and then I actually have enough room by a small desk 
to hook up all my stuff on a small desk by a window where I can work. So now, instead of waking up and sitting at the kitchen table, waiting for Carrie Ann to go to work before I even start work, I actually have a place to wake up and go to and or if I want to stay up to the wee hours editing the video, I will have that room to myself where I don't bother anybody and nobody bothers me. And I think that's the biggest, biggest thing. So between all of the renovation, all of the moving, all of this stuff, you know, if you guys haven't found me for a while and if, if you haven't been and you're brand new here, like again, welcome so much. I really do appreciate you guys. Please stop right now and hit subscribe on the podcast and please leave a comment down below to your favorite part or what you actually think of this podcast. And if you're new and you haven't done that either, please hit that subscribe button so you guys can stay up to date and get hit up with the very new episodes when I, when I do drop them. In the past, throughout the quarantine, I've been, I was doing three podcasts a week for the entire quarantine. So I roughly did 40, 12, let's see, 12, 24, 36, almost 50, 40, 45 to 50 episodes, I want to say. Maybe a little less, maybe 40 episodes. Um, and yeah, I'm burned out, guys. It That definitely burned me out. I had to you know, people are like, oh, it's only an hour a day. You know, it's not really that big of a deal. It's like, no, like it is really a ton of work. You have to do your intros per guest, do your outros per guest, per episode, put in my ad space in the middle that I do all the time for a strong coffee and talk about um, Ambition Threads clothing company that I'm working with, with with Tyler Gentry so very closely. And while I'm on, while I'm on those things that I do – um, do my ad space for and who I am involved with these companies. You guys, there's something brand new coming and I'm actually going to have my own supplement. If everything goes right, I'm going to have my very own first supplement with three different unique items for this one supplement. I'm going to have a website set up and all these things so you can directly buy from it. I don't want to jinx anything and tell you what it is or it's in the works. It's been in the works for quite some time. And I'm very excited about it. We're at the final stages. It's just getting down to the nitty gritty of how much money I have to put in or how much, like how many, like sitting here and like, man, I just got to pull the trigger and I got to hit that button and just say, go for it, you know? So between all of these things, you know, you get a little, you get a little bit burned out, you know? And it's just like, you have to take a break and I'd hate to take a break and have you guys lose interest or have to come back and be like, oh, there's a new episode, which I'm sure you're going to see this episode pop up and be like, holy shit, it's been a very long time. But the whole reason why I'm telling you guys this through this intro of this podcast is this and this alone. You need to take breaks. You need to take breaks in your life. You need to take diet breaks. You need to take fitness breaks. You need to take deload, deload weeks or two weeks in a row at the gym. You need to take a weekend or a week and not track your food if you've been tracking for a very long time. Uh, you need to take time off of friends and family who have been dragging you down. You need to t walk away from people for a week and not talk to people for a week or a month. You need to take breaks. And that's exactly what I need to do. And the reason why I took such a long break in three weeks is because I waited way too long to take a break. So the inevitable burnout happened. And I did it wrong. You don't ever, ever, ever want to hit the time where all of your emotions, all of your energy just overflows like a volcano that's been simmering for hundreds of years. Without any control, you just go nuts and explode and be like, I am physically, emotionally, mentally, 
unstable and done with my work and everyone around me because what really happens is everything starts to fail. Within that three weeks that I took off, I was so beat up that I sat on the couch for a while. I did everything I told myself and I told you guys not to do. But the reason is is because I worked my body too hard. I tried to prove to myself that I can do it. And in that process, I should have taken a week off and I could have been okay. But instead, I wanted to keep bringing value, wanted to keep making episodes for the podcast, keep making episodes for the vlog, keep making episodes for the YouTube, keep making all my social media content. Like after a while, this stuff gets to you. It gets to you and it gets to the point of like, I don't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to go to the gym anymore. Like I didn't want to train as hard as I was. And on top of all that work, I was still going to the gym, you know, uh, five days a week. And my training split is three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off. So basically Monday through Wednesday, Thursday off, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And on those two days, I do all my shopping, all my food prep, all the house cleaning, all that stuff. So I like to keep myself busy. I'm a busy guy. Like I'm a busy guy. You have to constantly, someone like me with my brain, I have to, all right, with with this small peon of a brain I have, I have to stay busy all the time or else I feel like I'm not getting things done. Now that's also a blessing and a curse, a blessing and a curse. I know some of you who are listening to this podcast can guarantee that like one of you guys does the exact same thing. We feel like we're not becoming successful. We're not taking you know, that proper step in the right direction for more success in what we are doing. Or the big one that I have a problem with, and this is the biggest reason, is I don't think I'm doing anything that is that I don't think I'm like hitting goals and like I'm not being successful enough. And I don't, here's the thing I wanted to say before I lost it. I don't give myself credit for the success and the goals that I have completed. I just complete them, walk completely over them, don't take a second to celebrate. Shit, I don't even take a day to celebrate. I don't tell anybody about it. I don't tell my girlfriend about it. I move right on. What something like that looks like is I worked for six, seven weeks straight in the gym. I finally hit a PR in one of my movements, my bench squat or deadlift, or I had you know, something else where I, I hit a dumbbell that was I've never touched before for a set of eight or 10. And Without taking a break, I go right back in the training the next day like nothing ever happened and I totally forget about it. It's gone. Within 24 hours, that that feeling is gone. Why is that? For me personally, and maybe some of you out there too, we feel like we have to always move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's a good and a bad thing, but you have to take time when you do get to that one goal that you want to hit. You have to stop. You have to celebrate the shit out of it. And if that takes a whole one or two or three days for you to celebrate that, you need to do it because you hit a goal. You broke free of a plateau. You set a goal. You did everything you can for days, weeks, and months, maybe even a year, you know, you finally hit it. And then when it comes, you're not even happy that you hit it. We always say the journey is the prize and it is. The journey leading up to that goal is the prize. It will always be the prize. That is what you need to focus on. That's where people fail as well. They set a goal, whether that be, I want to lift this much in the gym. I want to lose this much weight um, in my belly, or I want to lose this much weight overall, or I want to make this much money by this year of this job. People set those bars so fucking high 
that when they start down that road, down start down that journey, they quickly realize how long that is really going to take to reach that goal. And within maybe 30 days, 60 days, if you're lucky, 60 to 90 days, people just quit. And here's the thing. People don't even wait that long or put that much work in. What they do is they do 30 days and statistically speaking, 30 days to like 40-ish days is when it's all over. People call it quits because they don't, they don't see any change with their weights in the gym, no change with their weight on the scale, no change with the money that they make at work, and they don't have that position that they wanted. Guess what, guys? In 30 days, nothing is really going to get accomplished. What you need to be focusing on for those 30 to 40 to 50 days, hell, just say 60, say two months. For the first two months, you need to be focused on building that foundation that you know you can conquer and succeed and eliminate all that negative bullshit in your life working up to that goal. You need to set the foundation to hit that goal as fast as humanly possible and understand how long it's really going to take. Instead of getting scared after 30 days and realizing that all things in life take longer than 30 fucking days, guys. Give me a break. Okay? When you hit that 30-day wall and you're like, okay, this is going to take me at least a year, maybe a half a year, maybe even longer. At that one point, that's the one critical point right there that you either make a left-hand turn to, fuck it, I'm done, or you make a right-hand turn and you go and see how far the rabbit hole can go. It's like you're in the matrix. You have a choice. You have a choice to stop, throw away a month that you're one month closer to your goal, or go and see how deep down the rabbit hole you possibly can go and how long you can stay committed to not just your goals, but to yourself. And in the meantime, you're going to learn throughout this journey. You're going to learn so much about yourself, what you can accomplish, and how strong of a person you really are. Now, during that journey, during that, you know, three, six, 90 days, you know, during that half a year to a year, you need to implement breaks. You need to implement breaks for everything, whether that be fitness, nutrition, or mindset goals. You need to take a break and decompress. Usually around the six, seven, or eight week mark, depending on how you're doing everything, you need to take a break. You need to take a deload in the gym, which means you, if you're going to the gym, Six days a week, you go to the gym three days a week. And instead of doing all the same movements or trying to squeeze in a week's worth in half the time, you do 50% less of work as well. So what that looks like is your body, your CNS, okay, your central nervous system, and your body is recovering. And your mind is recovering. You have to do that. Same thing when it comes to nutrition. After six, seven, or eight weeks of hammering your macros and hammering your calories to a perfect T and almost getting bored with it or being like, man, it's just been such a long time, boom, you take a break. Take a whole week off of tracking your food and try to be mindful about the food that you eat. Now, don't just be like, okay, Anthony, you said take a week off and don't track. I'm going to eat like garbage. That's not what I said. (laughs) I never, you guys, I always say things like that and I believe that I know that this community is smarter than me saying that. You'd be like, cool, pizzas, pizzas and McDonald's for a week. Like, no, that's, that's not how it's going to work. I didn't say take a week off of tracking food and eat fast food and eat yourself into a surplus and completely throw away a week. Be mindful with the food that you're eating, but you don't have to track and be so systematic with things. Like if you've been tracking for over three months, 
you can look at a plate of food, you can look at chicken, you can look at beef, you can look at steak and understand a portion size. All right, is that my thumb? Is it is 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 it, is it, is it, is it my thumb? Is it a, a fist? Is it a finger? It's like you know measurements. Like you know what you should be eating. You know what too much rice looks like as opposed to not enough rice, okay? You know that. I know that. You know what a 16-ounce steak looks like as opposed to a 6-ounce steak, okay? You know that. I know that. But in this time of your fitness and nutrition, you need to take a break. And you need to deload your fitness. And you need to deload your nutrition. It is so, so important to do that. I'm talking it's so important, and I'm I'm proof of it. A coach who helps people and is telling people this right now, let myself get burned out. And I did that because I did too much work because I wanted to prove to myself, and I didn't want to let anybody down, that I just wanted to keep bringing that value, that good, good value for your nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Because that's what I told you guys I was going to do from the get-go. But letting myself get too far in advance and get a little out of control with how much I was working... I had to almost take a month off. Now, for someone like me, after you heard everything I just had to say, me taking a month off is bad, okay? Like, I took a month off and, like, had to reboot, come back to terms, and making this podcast today is, like, one of the first things I thought about. Make, and I finished up my brand new vlog that I just launched as well. So you guys head on over to YouTube. Give it a look. Give it a look-see, as they used to say back in the day. Give it a listen. Hit that subscribe button and please give it a thumbs up. You guys, that truly means the world to me. I'm really trying to grow that YouTube in a year and really trying to get a lot of followers in there. We almost have 100. I think that's great. So you guys, please share that with somebody. Subscribe to the channel as well. But doing this podcast and doing that vlog this morning, I'm doing them back to back. I edited for two and a half hours on my vlog. Then I came on here and I did this podcast for you guys. And I'm just trying to get back in the swing of things. You know, Yesterday, I went out. And told myself, I need to get back on nutrition 100% because I've let that sl- I've slacked on that as well. So I went out and bought $150 worth of protein for myself, for my meals. And I went out and bought like $50 of, of fruit and vegetables because I really want to get dive deep into really good healthy smoothies and all that. Not, not to mention, I went out and bought a $60 thing of vanilla protein from the, the supplement shop down the street. You know, like, so I spent all that money. And I took all this time to get back on track. Does it seem excessive? No. And I'll tell you why. Because these are things that I used to do before I got burned out. And when I was burned out, I probably had too many pizzas and then had too many snacks and treats at the restaurants around the area, you know? And I splurged. I splurged a lot. Because when you're in that state of mind of you just like want to let things go, I didn't take my own advice. I just went for it all. Do I feel bad now, like today? No, I feel a little bit better, but it's taken me a couple weeks to get back on track because I just didn't want to do anything. And once you get out of that that rhythmic nature of what you've been doing, you start to feel really weird. And it's super simple to like not commit to anything. And I think that's the biggest thing. If you guys have any takeaways, try to push through. If you have to stop and take a break, that's better then completely stopping and just going off the rails for a month and trying to get back on. Because what happens is you forget how awesome you felt when you were on when you were on track, when you were on pace with everything with your nutrition, fitness, and mindset. You forget how it is to wake up in the morning. Like that's the one thing I now know is waking up at five o'clock like I used to every single day for months on months on months. 
I can barely get myself out of bed at like six or six thirty, and that's a big difference. Like I have to work work backwards now. So I'm trying to get up at five. My alarm has gone off for the past five days, getting off at five, and I can't because I'm not sleeping through the night as well as I was. I'm not in a routine. I'm totally off the structure that I created for myself over the last, you know, up teen months. But you know slowly getting back into those things. So what I'm going to do is try to wake up at least five to 10 minutes earlier every single day from this day this day forward on out until I reach 5 a.m. again. And let me tell you what, you don't have to be that 5 a.m. soldier like everyone says you or that 4 or 4.30 soldier like everyone says like, you're sleeping too much, man. You need to you need to stay up all day and like not sleep at all and hustle and grind till your till your you know your eyeballs fall out and all all your relationships fall apart. That's the only way to be successful in this world and blah 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 blah. You guys, that is all complete and utter bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit. It doesn't matter if you go to bed at seven or eight or nine o'clock at night. It doesn't matter if you wake up four, five, six, or seven o'clock in the morning. Now, some of you are like, well, I have a job. I have to be there at 7. I get that. So take that with a grain of salt, guys. You know, like it doesn't matter how long or how much sleep you get deprived. It, it all, all of your success depends on what you do with the time you're awake. Because when you sleep, nothing's getting done. No matter how little you sleep, nothing's getting done. But to be on top of what you're doing and to have good actionable steps every day if you wake up at 7 o'clock every day and you want to go to bed at 8 o'clock at night, you have that amount of time to create impact in your hobbies, your side hustle, your 9 to 5 job, your regular job, or if you're an entrepreneur, your business. It's what you do with that time that you're up. And in that time that I took these three weeks to a month off, I was like doing a couple things a day. Like the only thing that I was fo- really focusing on was – my clients, number one was my clients, and number two was just basically chilling, <laughs> and number three was trying to remain on a sleep schedule, which, you know, that failed miserably, but I put nothing, I didn't drop my client's ball at all, I actually made more connection with my clients because that's the only thing I wanted to focus on. You strip away the podcast, the YouTube, the social media, all that stuff, and you're like, man, I have a lot of time for stuff. But what was happening was I don't have a thousand clients where I can be busy all week long. The thing is, is I only had a couple hours of work a day for my clients. So I have to, you guys have to remember that too. What was I doing with the other time of my day that I was up? I can tell you more things that I wasn't doing than what I was doing. I forgot to time block all my days out. I didn't put myself first. I put myself last. I put my clients first, which mostly my clients are first, but I'm a big uh, proponent of, you know, you have to create self-love every single day for yourself. Without you loving whoever's looking back in that mirror, which is you, your reflection, guys, you catch that? If you don't love the person that is looking back at you, then you'll never be successful. You may have a little taste of success. You may be like, well, that's not true, Anthony, like, you know. I'm not doing so well and I'm doing great at my job. Like, you know what? That's going to come to an end. It will eventually implode on you. And me talking about those three or four weeks that I took off, you may take off six months. Where are you going to be if you if you stop everything that you're doing right now for six months? I can tell you I'd probably lose my business. That's a business I created for the last two years. I, I guarantee if I don't do anything for six months, I will lose it all. 
Now think about that. I just told you I almost took a month off. So I'm to that point where I'm like, dude, get your ass in shape. So I go back. I want to digress. Taking breaks, okay? Whether that be your fitness, nutrition, or mindset, you have to take breaks. This is called a quote unquote vacation, motherfuckers. You ha- and you don't have to go anywhere for that vacation. There's plenty of things to do wherever you go within one to two to three hours away. There's plenty of stuff. Do a staycation. Take three days and go stay at a hotel by um, where there's like water parks or where there's um, really fun stuff to do that you've never been. Or you usually go like I usually go to a couple things in Chicago. Like I go to the zoo a lot or we go hiking. There's a couple hiking things that are like two hours away. Like those are all little small vacations. Those are all staycations, man. But you need to take a break. You have to take breaks. Breaks will help you break through the plateaus that you have, whether that be fitness, nutrition, or mindset. You have to take breaks. These breaks are very, very healthy. Why? Because it'll help you break through the plateau and restructure the way you think about things, recover your body, recover your CNS, recover your mind from the everyday pounding that you that it's taking and your body's taking every day through work, through relationships, through your training at the gym, through your fitness, your nutrition, when you're trying to prep food all the time and stay on track with your food and eat healthy. You guys, this shit is hard. And don't listen to anyone that says, it's fucking easy, man. I've been doing it for 10 years. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Because if I go on your Instagram and I go back 10 years, I can guarantee you'll find plenty of pictures stating the exact opposite. So if you have people around you that are saying that it's easy, that is your answer for today. Those people need to be dropped and or taken a break from, okay? If that's a, someone's telling you it's easy, that's negativity. It's not. It takes a better friend. Listen to what I'm saying. A coach, a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, a fitness coach is telling you it's a very hard thing to do and you need to take breaks. So don't listen to you know, Uncle Joe or, or Aunt Sue or the fucking Jen down the street that sells shrink wrap. Like, don't listen to those people. Those people have no idea what they're talking about. They have no education behind any of the stuff that we've been talking about. You guys know you've heard professionals on my podcast from episode one talk about everything from diet breaks to macros to training to mindset stuff. You guys can go back and listen to all of these episodes and learn every single time you listen to one of these podcasts. I can guarantee you will learn so much from each one of these podcasts. That's why I always tell you to grab a pen and grab some paper and take notes throughout these podcasts. You should have notes out right now. But this is kind of like a let's get back into it podcast, you know. Let's get back into it podcast podcast. <laughs> I just have to get back into the swing of talking to you guys, talking to a microphone in a, in a dark lit room like I am right now and just spewing knowledge to you guys and telling you guys that it's okay if you feel burned out. It is okay to feel burned out. But to get around that is to take breaks earlier. And if you're not a big break taker and you know you should be and you felt this inevitable burnout before, I suggest you start with six or seven weeks, take a week off. So if you do six weeks, you take a week off throughout the seventh week. If you do seven weeks, take a week off through your eighth week. Every six to seven weeks, take it off. If you've never felt burnout and you can work pretty well, I would say try seven or eight weeks. And I I would never go over eight weeks, ever. Eight weeks is like 
That, I, to me, in my own opinion, IMO, all right, in my IMO, eight weeks is a, tell, is a telltale time, a telltale sign to take a break. I don't even get myself to eight weeks. I don't like to get myself to eight weeks. Even in my training at the gym, I was just going, this week is the sixth week, and it's a deload from my training program. So I only went five weeks. But you know what? For those five weeks, I hit it hard as fuck. And now I take a deload break. I'm doing 50% of the work capacity that I used to do. Will I probably feel a little weird when I go back? Probably, but that just will be like like muscle memory stuff. So, you know, like I usually go five days a week. I'm only going to go, you know, three days a week. And that third day is going to be very easy on my body. But I'm doing 50% of my work capacity that I normally do. The point is when I go back to the gym, I should feel rested and recovered my central nervous system, my CNS should be ready to get back underneath a heavy deadload. Um, sorry, back pulling a heavy, a heavy uh, deadlift or getting back underneath a heavy load for a back squat. I should feel wonderful. And the same thing with my nutrition. I just took off like three weeks to four weeks, like I've been saying this entire podcast, from my nutrition, from tracking 100%. Now this week on my deload week, check this out, I'm doing less in the gym But guess what? I'm doing more in the kitchen. Check that out. Less in the gym, more in the kitchen. Why is that? Because my attrition hasn't been the greatest for a month, but my training has. Now I'm taking 50% off the gym and I'm doing 100% in the kitchen. Because when I go back next week to training again, my nutrition will be on point. Not to mention, I told you all that food that I bought I'm eating to my maintenance level, having plenty of fruit and veg, and I bought myself a whole steak, a whole a New York strip tenderloin. So I had that all cut up by my butcher. I got about 13 two-inch New York strip steaks. So guess who's eating a steak a day? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that is that's something that I don't normally do. It's very expensive to do. The meat is very good, but my body is getting in the three different types of protein. I have pork chicken and steak ready to go and my pork and my chicken is cooked and all my fruit is ready to go i got frozen fruit for smoothies got my protein for that and i have fresh fruit that i love to cut up a bunch of strawberries and have a bunch of blueberries with with like ready whip it's like the best summery snack you put a little lime zest or lime or lemon juice on top of it dude i'm telling you it's so so good give it a go give it a try so what my main objective is to take time off the gym, at least 50% of my work capacity, and flood my body with all the macros and all the micros that it needs to recover from my hard training and to recover my body from the month I ate like an asshole. So that's like the main goal. And what am I doing for my mindset, you ask? For my mindset, I'm working on getting up and getting routines going in the morning. Right away, I go for a walk or I go get some breakfast right away and I do something that wakes my brain up and I come back home and I write out my day what I want to do. So I'm trying to get myself in the routine uh, to get back into my routine that I used to have. And that's slowly but surely going to happen. And I know it's going to take time. I know it's going to take time because it took no time to break it. And I broke it right away. I know how much longer it's going to take to get back on track. But I'm all about it, man. I'm just, I'm all about it. And it has to happen. So my, to end this podcast, guys, to end this podcast, remember a couple things. Please take breaks. 
whether that be fitness, nutrition, or mindset breaks, you need to implement them every six to eight weeks and make them make take them for a full week. If you guys have any questions on that, shoot me a DM over at everyday at everyday Anthony J. I will answer it as soon as I see it, ASAP. Comment down below if you have any questions. You will be able to find me faster on Instagram. And you guys, if you want to see like behind the scenes, the day of my life and how I talk to my clients or how I train and all that stuff, head on over to YouTube to the vlog and it'll be linked down below. All this is going to be linked down below. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button there and kind of see what I do throughout my day. And if you guys have any questions or love what you see, share it with a loved one, share it with someone that needs to see it or hear it and leave a comment if you need some help. But guys, I am here for each and every one of you, okay? Each and every one of you. And that is the main reason behind this podcast is to spread that positivity and to make this community the best fucking community, the best loving community in the world. Like I said, we are stretching across 13 countries right now. It's becoming an amazing, amazing thing that so many people listen to this dumbass talk in a microphone. <laughs> it's, that's doing this in a dark room. You know what I'm saying? So I want to thank each and every one of you guys. And before I go, I want to bring a, I want to bring some light to Ambition Threads Company. If you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, Ambition Threads has been and hopefully will be for a very long time the sponsor of this podcast. It is an amazing clothing company, and it's ran by a dude named Tyler Gentry out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And you guys, he gave us, he gave this entire community a 20% off code on any and all apparel. You can go ahead and put that in. All you got to do is hit every day at checkout, all in caps, every day, and you'll get 20% off. You can share that with anybody, but it's exclusive for this podcast. That'll be linked down below as well. You guys go check them out. Follow them on Instagram. They're doing amazing things. It is the next clothing company on the come up. I promise you that. So guys, thank you so much again for this real short and sweet podcast coming back at you i don't believe i'll be doing three a week anymore but you'll be hearing more of my voice more blueprinted out things about nutrition fitness and mindset and i will eventually start having guests on on the regular again but it's going to be me and a guest sporadically for the next couple of weeks while i get you know get my sea legs back underneath me and get back to doing what i love to do best and that is to serve this community the best way that i possibly can so guys Peace and love, like always. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to this podcast. Please share it with a loved one or someone who needs to hear it. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to be a coach. Without you guys, this podcast would not be available. It would not have ever been created. And without you guys, I probably wouldn't be here today. Peace and love to each and every one of you. Until next time, I love you.